Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Greetings and blessings. Greetings and blessings. Greetings and blessings. Dear one, this is Yahshua Elohim hosting for the House of Sankofa Infinity. Once again, it's a glorious day. I love Sundays simply because I was born on a Sunday. And uh, it's, it's always been a good day for me. Nevertheless, all days are good for me. All days good for me uh, simply because that is my interpretation <laughs> of each day. And my interpretation is produced by my perception, the way I think and see each day. So everything, every day is good for me, and um, I'm just grateful that I have such an uh, outstanding attitude when it comes to that. Um, I'm trying to work on something at the moment, so just hold on for a minute. Um, I will mention this, that last week I did, I did a talk show. I did a talk cast, and I, I had music on it. But nevertheless, the music did not record, I, and I actually believe that there's like five minutes of dead air where you don't actually hear anything. Um, but if you continue to listen to it, it will uh, eventually get to the show, and I do apologize for that. I really do. Um, So what's been going on with the House of Sankofa Infinity? Truly everything is everything. And, um, you know, life goes on. Um, a lot of changes taking place. But in the midst of all of those changes, I'm so grateful that I remain steadfast and and grateful um, for whatever changes were taking place during that time. As you know, we all we had the eclipse, and you know, personally, frankly, <laughs> um, I wasn't too much concerned about it. I really didn't. I didn't have any. Um, I just wasn't concerned about it. I wasn't really looking forward to experiencing it or looking at it or anything like that. And just so happened, one of my coworkers, uh, she had glasses uh, to, you know, to observe this eclipse. So, you know, I kind of like, I said, okay, okay, I'll do it. So I went out and I looked at it, looked 
at the eclipse, and it was really, really a beautiful thing to observe. I mean, with me, every, everything is an experience, and the, the majority of the time, everything that I do experience, I, I experience it from a deep, deep level of my being, you know, of my being. And um, I'm just grateful that I was opened to say, hey, okay, well, I'll do it. You know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, little false belief systems that you have within yourself will will prevent, hinder, or retard you from moving into a particular action about a particular thing. And when you're in that space where you're not going to move based on the false belief that you have, you have to understand you're still creating a reality from that space. I've mentioned before in my last shows is that you create a reality from the level of your consciousness, right? What do I mean by that? Okay. I say, I say, I say that I have a relationship with source energy. I say that I have a relationship with all that is and all that will ever be, and that is my ultimate relationship. And I say that and I declare that every, every day. That is my declaration and decree every day is that at the end of the day, my ultimate relationship is with the divine self that is within me, the kingdom of the divine that is within me. That is my ultimate relationship. And outside of that ultimate relationship, my realities are created from that level of consciousness that I have in regards to my relationship with the divine. So if I say I am abundantly blessed, and I say that from a, from a, a level of consciousness of my relationship with the divine because the divine itself is abundance, okay? It is abundance. Once I say that, then everything outside of me must show up to reflect that abundance, that excellence, <laughs> okay? It, it, it must show up. And even I, even I in knowing this, and knowing this is an experience, experiencing it, it never gets old. You, I mean, you're always, I am always taken back by just the the communication line, okay? Just the communication line. You know, you can read, you can learn a lot from Jesus. You can learn a lot from him. And you can learn a lot from Buddha. You can learn a lot from a lot of the spiritual leaders and teachers. Matter of fact, I don't I want to say that spiritual teachers are not concerned about leading anybody anywhere. They just want to do the work. And I'm only saying this because I consider myself 
a spiritual teacher. I'm only interested in leading you in a way that you should go, in a way that is <laughs> that that will enhance the quality of your relationship with your divine self. That's the only thing I'm interested in. As far as leading someone, no, I don't need to lead anyone because we are all individual particles of the divine. And as individual particles and individuals, we have a mind to think for ourselves. So you don't really need anyone to lead you to tell you what to think. And then maybe, hey, maybe you do. I don't know. But I'm just saying for me, but I'm just saying because I come from a Christian background and that's where most of my teaching come from. And even in science of mind, there is scripture there to support what is being stated. Nevertheless, going back to Jesus, here's this spiritual teacher, okay? He's basically teaching you how to come into a relationship with the divine. And you know why how he can you know why he's teaching that? It's because he has done it. He did it. He did it. So for an example, I can only teach you how to come into a relationship with the divine, but ultimately you are the one that has to make the decision to go that way. Even even I don't care if Jesus did show up to you. <laughs> okay? I don't I I don't care. I don't care. If even if Jesus showed up to you and spoke to you and gave you a word, you still have to respond based on your choices, your ability to make a choice. To make a choice. Why? Why is that so? Because you have free will. Nothing can override that free will. Nothing can override it. You know, and this I I just find it absolutely is it, it's amazing to me. It's mind blowing at times because sometimes your free will, your choice is made from a lower level of consciousness, a false belief system, if you will. And because you're making choices from that false belief system, you're, <laughs> you, you tend to create realities that no longer, that are not really serving your highest and greatest, the highest and greatest aspect of who you are, which is the divine. Know thyself and you will know God. Know thyself and you will know the universe. What does that mean? When you know yourself, you know the universe, but there are laws within the universe that governs the divine plan in which you walk into or the divine purpose. So you have to make up in your mind that you want to and you surrender, you surrender to the divine plan or the divine purpose that is set.
for your life. That is set for your life. In doing so, people, you know, they have a tendency to automatically assume that you're stripped away of a lot of things, that you automatically become homeless. No, that's not true. Or you automatically get thrown into uh, the lion's den. That's not true. You, what happens is that I is engulfed by the I am presence that you already are, okay? So picture this. It's almost like you, you're in this room and you say to the divine, okay, I'm ready to take on and I'm ready to embrace the divine purpose and plan for my life. Please show me the way. And then the divine, what the divine does is cover you with this garment, okay? It, en- it engulfs you and encapsulates you into this divine, <laughs> I want to say divine bubble, but I'm just going to stay with garments. Your garments become divine. Now, at the same time in doing this, there are some things about your nature or your personality that needs to be shaven away. Some things need to be uprooted, plucked away, cut down, and um, separated from you because those things are hindering you to move into your divine purpose. Now, this is what gets me about some some Christians, and I'm, I'm not saying all Christians, but some Christians, is that they quote scripture, they go to church every Sunday, yet they hide behind this false belief that they are always and they were born sinners. So when they sin, they use that belief to justify their behavior within the doctrination of Christianity. They, and what they, to me, you're a hypocrite. You know, you're a hypocrite. And I, you know, I personally, I told someone, I told someone, and of course this was a a male, I said, listen, you know, I'm I'm not a Christian, but you are. You're not only a Christian, you're in the church, you're involved in the church, and you go to church. And I said, you do know that we are unequally yoked. But he bypassed that whole, <laughs> just that statement. See, that statement alone should have convicted him. But because his belief system is solid and solidified in I was born a sinner and I will always be a sinner and I am not perfect, he just overrid it. And I said, you know what? I can't even talk to you anymore. Now, I can't even talk to you anymore. It's, and it, I find it absolutely repulsive. You know, I find it repulsive when a person is going to church they're quoting scriptures, 
yet they are intentionally, intentionally being sinful, full of wickedness, full of error. And it's, it's, and I'm, you know what? I'm not even going to say sinful. I'm not even going to say wickedness. I'm just going to say full of errors. And they lead people in errors. I don't care if you are a minister in the church. The energy, the energy that radiates from you lets those some people who are discerning, let them know that uh-uh, something ain't right with this sister or something ain't right with this brother. Now, let me tell you something. And I'm, <laughs> I'm going to put my heart out on the line in regards to this. Well, I'm not going to put my heart out. I'm just going to lay it out and tell this story. See, I was in the church a long, long time ago in the late late nineties. Okay, I was in the church, going to church every day, every day, every day, every Sunday. I'm sorry, every Sunday, Wednesday. I mean, it was like a full time job. It was like a full time job. I became a minister. I was preaching from the pulpit. Matter of fact, my initial sermon was the woman with the issue of blood. <laughs> Go figure, right? But there was something about me that I could not carry into the holies of holies. And that was practicing an alternative lifestyle. I could not preach and minister from the book from the Bible, from the Holy James, I mean the Holy James, the Holy Bible, King James Version, and whatever version you want to think of, I could not bring myself to minister from the Word and live that lifestyle at the same time. I just could not bring myself to do it. I find it, I found it absolutely repulsive. So I pulled myself out of the church, and I left the church in hopes that I would touch the hem of the divine's garment, and I did, and I did. When I did, it doesn't mean that I went back in the church, but I'm still faithful I'm still faithful, and my dignity and integrity still stands within the word of God in which I was brought up on. That's, that's just me. That's just me. And even, even today, you know, there are things that comes into our lives that we have to really step back and evaluate and make sure that it is in its proper place. Because you don't want you don't want your garments to be spotted or blemished by the discord or the error of your ways. You don't want it. You're absolutely you absolutely become repulsive. You know, it, it becomes repulsive to you. 
You don't want to be around it. You don't want to talk to it. You don't even want to pretend like you like it. You know, so I've been there. I've been there and I've done it. I've done it. And I say, no, 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 no. (laughs) I think a singer came out with it. No, no, no. Anyway, but, yeah, I I just find that absolutely, mm, yeah. But, you know, just like him and others, I mean, he's not by himself. (laughs) He's not by himself because that's, that's what Christians believe. That's what most of them believe is that, you know, we were born sinners and because uh, we were born sinners, um, then our behavior is justified. But it's not justified simply because you have a mind to think. And because you have a mind to think, you have the ability to make choices. And when you have an ability to make choices, then you know better. You know better. You know what you need to be doing for the greater good of source and those around you. You know, and you're more mindful of people. You have more compassion for people around you. I remember back in the day, I used to really get angry about stuff. I I mean, really, really, really. I had a serious issue with being angry. And when I would get angry, even, even in the midst of this darkness, I would keep, I would throw myself from the crowd. Because I am no good to anyone. I knew, I knew that I would be no good to anyone while I'm angry about anything. Anything, be it person, place, or thing. Idea. I was no good. So I had to withdraw myself, go back within myself, the involution of who I am, and resolve that error. And that error was only resolved between me and the divine. No one outside of me can resolve anything that goes on in in my life but the divine. And now I'm at a place. I'm at a place. I'm at a place where... Whatever I want, whatever my heart so desire to have, I must go to Father, Mother, God, creator of all that is and all that will ever be, and ask. Going outside of anyone, going outside of myself asking is really dwindling down to not nothing, zero. When Jesus was on the scene, or a man such as he, an awakened one, all he did was ask, and it was given unto him. 
He didn't have a place to lay his head. But when he needed that place to lay his head, guess what? It was there. It was there. <laughs> so it's, I mean, and I'm. don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that I don't have human distortions because I do. Because I do. That's the condition of being in the flesh. But the greater aspect of who I am is the part, is that part that I always go to. See, blessed am I who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sit in the seat of the scornful, nor stand in the way of a sinner. But my delight is in the laws of God. And in that law, I will, I will meditate on it day and night. And I will cease not to dwell in the holies of holies. Even in my sleep, I am with thee. I am with thee. In my car, I am with thee. Right now, I am with thee. You know? So, um, it's, it's a lot, you know, and I'm, I'm so grateful that times are changing. Times are really changing, and I'm grateful for change itself because change fosters changing within oneself. When a change comes about, you have to make a decision to either go with the change or make a decision not to go with the change. But even if you make a decision not to go with the change, you still have to make peace with the change that is taking place. You have to make peace with it and then separate yourself from among them. Don't get upset because things are not changing the way that you want them to. Be grateful that the change has come. So because in that change coming, that is your signpost to make a decision about what you want to do. Because once again, we are individual particles of the divine being. And as individual particles of the divine being, we have the ability to think. To think. Think ourselves in the alignment of the one mind of all minds. Huh? It is so. It is so. So, <laughs> of course, I have. We're always going to have knee-jerking experiences, but it is about how you respond to that knee-jerking experience. We're going to have ups and downs, but it's about how you respond because, once again, I said before that making a choice is essential to the cultivation of one's spirituality. 
it is essential to that. So when you make your choices, make make a conscious decision to make a choice from the divine relationship that you have with the divine. And I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. See, the divine always have a relationship with its divine sons and daughters, always. It's always available. But the sons and daughters of the divine, the most high, have separated themselves from that relationship because of the conditions and situations and false belief systems that they find themselves in. But the minute that you speak up and speak out, the divine is right there. It has never gone anywhere. It's right there. Right there in the background, the backdrop of who you are. Ready and willing and able to come forth to the forefront of your mind to assist you, I said assist, to assist you in making the right decision from the right thought so that you can have right action. What a beautiful thing. What a beautiful thing. So, um, I don't know. I'm on talk show and I'm hosting from my cell phone and I have already called in. However, my computer is showing that the host has not showed up, but I am the host, your host, Yahshua Elohim. And uh, yes, I'm the host. Okay. All right. Good. Good. So that's, you know, that's what it's all about, people. It's about we are here to come into a the fullness of our relationship with the divine. And in coming into the fullness of our relationship with the divine, we come into the fullness of who we are as divine beings. You know, once again, going back to the scripture in Genesis. And you know what? It's interesting. This is how powerful the Bible is. It is a powerful book. It's a living organism, whether you believe it or not. It's living. It's living. But it cannot be living unless you put life, meet it with life. Or you're just going to be reading words. You're going to be reading words. It just merely be words to you. But the Bible says that we were created out of the likeness and the image of of what? Let us create man who is the us. Okay? That right there, for me, if I meditate on that day and night, I can only be 
I can only be the representation, the presentation, <laughs> the image and the reflection of the divine, the likeness and the image of the divine, because I believe that if only you believe, if only you can believe, then it is so. If only you can believe, then it is done unto you. Now, I've heard people say belief is lying to the children of Eve. And I, you know what? I'm not going to get into that. And I really don't care about it because if you interpret it, interpret that belief in that way in which they are delivering it, then that is your reality. But because my belief, my interpretation of what belief is, is rooted in the divine and the teachings of the Christed one or a Christed one, then that's my reality. See, whatever you believe, however you believe it, that reality is going to appear based on your perception. And you have to be careful and mindful of what you, believe, what you say out of your mouth because sometimes what you say out of your mouth can be um, hijacked or sideswiped by, by a false belief that you have embedded within you. And a lot of times we don't understand and we don't know that we have embedded false belief systems that are keeping us from moving forward or that is taking us forward and then moving us two steps back. Okay? We don't we don't know this. We don't we don't know this, but like I said before in one of my other shows is that the the more you reserve and you come into your divine relationship with the divine that is within you, the more access you will begin to have to the divine. And in that access, you will begin to make decisions based on what you know from that level of consciousness. It is so. I tried it, I did it, and I know it to be true. And not only that, it's the laws of God. And there are many, many laws. <laughs> there are many, many laws. It is bound to itself. It cannot it cannot override its own laws because it is bound to it. <laughs> it is expressed through the laws that are created, that were created. Okay? It's I, I, what? <laughs> what? And you you know, you have to go beyond the Ten Commandments because God don't command anyone to do anything. God states what is. See, the spirit of God is <laughs> is inductive in its reasoning. Not inductive, but deductive in its reasoning. Man is inductive in his reasoning. 
See, the spirit of God is from the reasoning of that which is whole moving to a part. I am that part, but I come from the whole. Inductive reasoning of man is moving from part to the whole. And I have to say that they're working simultaneously because just like the whole and the moving to the part, the part is always moving to the whole, which I am the part, so I am always moving Godward, if you will. I'm always moving upward to the most high. I'm always reaching to the sign. And I am so grateful that that power, not all of it, but in parts, was shared with us so that we may come into or walk into our own divineness as the children of the Most High. So you can wear a badge of sovereignty. See, that's your badge of sovereignty. I am a daughter, a child of the Most High. Therefore, the Most High is my shepherd, and I shall not want it. Maketh me to lie down in green pastures, leadeth me beside the still waters, because see, these still waters are my emotions. I'm so at peace in being led by the still waters. And because I'm at peace, I'm led into the path of righteousness. Uh, And those who are upright. That's it. So, <laughs> this has been an amazing journey. I was, you know what? Soul journey. I was listening to Logic, and I don't know which song it is. I don't know if it's 1-800, some other numbers. I don't know if it's everybody, but in one of his songs, he's, he's talking about, and if you listen to the song, you, you listen to the song, you can see the elevation, you can experience the elevation and the expansion of the song, the words and his experience, because the song, the words, the lyrics, they actually start at the base, the root of who he was. So, Whatever he was thinking during that time, he was expressing that from that base. But as he began to gain more and more access to himself, he began to move upward and Godward to the expression of his divinity. So in this song, he's talking about, I don't want to live. I want to die. I want to die. And then he goes on, you know, because he's, he's, to me, rapping, I don't care about rapping. I believe in the spoken word. Um, 
he's doing the spoken word, okay, rapidly. <laughs> rapidly, he is doing the spoken word. I guess that's where they got rapping from because you're doing it rapidly. You're speaking the word rapidly. But nevertheless, he's he's doing the spoken he's doing the spoken word. And then he comes back in and he says, I don't want to die. You know, I I want to die. I, w- I don't want to live, blah, blah, blah. Then he comes back. Let me retract that. There is no such thing as blah, blah, blah. There's only life, life, life. Um, then he comes back after he has gone through it. And he says, I finally got to a place, basically, where now I want to live. I want to live. I want to have life now. Huh? And that's what it is. See? That's inductive reasoning. He went from part all the way to the whole of who he was. Huh? To the whole. So the whole of who we are, the divine of who we are, the source of who we are, the energetic being of who we are, the infinite (laughs) being, the spiritual being of who we are is always calling us to itself. You know why? Because we are that. If If we were not that, it would not be calling. And we would not have a yearning to that space, to go into that space of peace and harmony and balance, poised and divine power. We would not have that. So it's, that's why I say I am so grateful that this source, this divine, this whatever this is, is it, this it, shared its power with me. Because that power allows me, that is my umbilical cord to the divine. That is the umbilical cord that is never cut. Huh? (laughs) But it's interesting how you cut away from your mother's umbilical cord and you become completely disoriented. of your surroundings and what environment you've grown, you're in and the lineage. and I mean, just completely disoriented. But guess what? That ultimate relationship where the umbilical cord was never cut, never detached, is always there. And you always, always have access to it. Always have access to it. And it, it's a beautiful thing once you really, really wrap your mind around it. It is a beautiful thing. And I wouldn't give it up for anything in this world. Anything in this world. Because the world cannot give me. The world can duplicate, can replicate, can pretend. <laughs> Okay, it can even come back and quote scriptures to you. But the purity of it, 
can't be duplicated. You can't imitate the divine. The divine is, it is, it is what it is. It is, I am that I am. That's it. it you cannot imitate that. You can't, and be, I be who you, if you try to. If you try to, because once you do that and you do it with a malice intention, guess what? The law of cause and effect will find you wherever you are. This is why the Bible says, whatever seed you sow, you shall reap. That's cause and effect. The karmic law is based on cause and effect. That's what it's based on. Okay? So. You know, life is beautiful in all of its existence. All, everything around us is beautiful and set for us, for us to simply cultivate our spirituality. It's just one big old classroom. One big old classroom of obstacle courses, <laughs> okay, different terrains that you have to go through. Um, but in going through it, you always got the divine with you. You always have the divine with you, always. A love that can never be severed, <laughs> and because it can never be severed, that love is the only thing that is real. It is the only thing that is real, and not only that, it it is beyond the it is beyond the belief that a mother's love is the greatest gift. No, the divine love that you have for your divine self is your greatest love. Your mother loves you. Of course she loves you. Of course she loves you. But let her have two or three, four other kids. That love that she had, you thought she had, is going to be stifled. Not because she wants to, but because she had to, it has to be that way because she's spreading herself out to all to all of the siblings. But you have to look beyond the illusion of, quote, unquote, what is considered motherly love and watch and understand how the divine is working through that mother. Because she may be treating you differently for a particular reason, <laughs> right? And that reason may come from the reason. Therefore, you can't judge it. Don't judge it. It is what it is. And I know, you know, when you're when you're a child, when you're a child, um, you don't you. You know, you understand the simple things of life. Life is not that uh, that complicated. 
um, it is not that complicated. I want to look something up real quick. Like. Slow reasoning. Matter of fact, go somewhere else. <clears throat> so, I hope everyone enjoys enjoy the day because I'm definitely going to enjoy it. Since I may go out and treat myself to a dinner this evening and go, you know go to the movies. Um, let me see here. I want to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's only error. There's only error. There's no such thing as sin, as far as I'm concerned. In order, the reason why the sin or the concept of sin was placed into uh, the doctrine of Christianity because it's, you know, it's a social construct. And usually social constructs are established to maintain and sustain a certain level of control. So people are being controlled, okay, just by that very work within Christianity. They're being controlled by it, but they don't know. Um, so, but because they don't know, you have, you know, I have compassion for those who are still asleep. <clears throat> you know, I'm, I'm reading, you remember what I was saying about belief. It says, go thy way, and as thy hast believed, so it be done unto thee. See, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, um. Uh, That's exactly what I was talking about. Let me see here. Um, and I'm always coming from the science of mind. I love the science of mind. If I had the opportunity to sit down with anyone, go back in time and sit down with anyone, it would probably be uh, Carl Jung and... Um, Carl Young, Emerson, Ralph Waldo Emerson, and uh, Ernest Holm. Because that's where my level of consciousness uh, is and what it resonates with. In the okay, well, let me go ahead and do my announcements. If you, if you by any chance need to get in contact with Yahshua Elohim Sankofa, the House of Sankofa Infinity, you can always reach me on Facebook. Um, you can also um, send me 
an email. I am Sankofa9 at gmail.com. Uh, one thing about one thing about the internet is that you I'm accessible. You can just type in my name and find me somewhere. And I believe my phone number is in there. I believe my address is in there. And I hope to God, well, <laughs> I don't anticipate having visitors, that's for sure. But um, I'm trying to find something here that I want to talk about. You know, when I was first introduced to, um, when I was first Okay, yeah, that's right. When I was first introduced to inductive and deductive reasoning, it was uh, it was in the early early 2000s. I you know what? And I want to say it was like early, I mean the late 90s. I was in an English class and she was talking about, you know, the instructor was talking about inductive and uh, deductive reasoning because simply simply because we had to establish or create a paragraph based on comparison comparison and contrast. So she was talking about inductive reasoning, deductive reasoning. Okay, let me back up because I need to correct this. Man, human man, human being, human beings, man has the ability and I think I've said this, but I didn't put it quite this way, have the ability to reason inductively as well as deductively. Because in order to reason deductively, you have to move towards the whole. You have to be at the whole, okay? Because once again, deductive reasoning is from the whole to the part, whereas inductive reasoning is from the part to the whole. Okay, so I want to go ahead and say that. But nevertheless, she was talking about deductive reasoning and inductive reasoning. She also talked about paradigm shifts. That was my first time ever hearing paradigm shifts. Sometimes in the mind, see, she was talking about paradigm shifts simply because paradigm shifts deal with the way you reason about a thing. You know, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, come and let us reason together. And you have to ask yourself, well, I know I ask, I ask, I ask, well, who is doing the reasoning? And what kind of reasoning are we doing? And where are we doing it from? Are we doing it from an inductive reasoning space or deductive reasoning space? Who is doing this reasoning? Just like even in your thinking, when you're thinking and some thought comes up out of nowhere and it frightens you in some kind of way, you have to ask yourself, well, who is doing this thinking? (laughs) Who is doing this thinking? Because this type of thinking cannot be done from the divine space. The divine cannot do it. It it, it cannot be done. It's, It's no, no, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Only in man. See, the Spirit of God does not reason inductively. It only reasons deductively. 
It is man who reasons inductively and deductively, which is why he has to have that paradigm shift. It has to happen, okay? It's almost like, for some reason, I don't know why this is coming to mind, but you know how you have, you're in a car and it's manual, okay? It's not automatic, it's manual. You just, you have to do these clicks. You have to, you know, break break it down to one, two, three, whatever, you know? That's how it, that's how it is. And then go back up. Go back up to the hole. You always, you always begin with one, and you're always going to end with one. <laughs> the first gear, you're always going to end uh, end with one. Or not only that, you yeah, you always end with one. You always end with one. Um, nevertheless, what I was going, what I was saying is that. And I, I, I'm. I think I want to get into this a little bit more because I am fascinated by the reasoning of the mind. I'm fascinated by just having the ability to think oneself out of darkness, okay, or out of bondage. That that is amazing to me. It is amazing that you can change your life based on how you change your mind about a particular thing. And in even changing your mind about a particular thing, there's, there is a process. There's a process. And I don't care if you have to, you have to quote something repetitiously over and over again because it has to get down into the superconscious, subconscious base of who you are. So it has to become rooted within you. And in it become rooted within you, it uproots that which can't that which is contrary to that thought or to that reasoning process. So I just think it's absolutely amazing. It's an amazing thing. It's an amazing experience. How you can just change your mind about something. And it's like You've been set free. That's how truth is. It will, it will come into you in such a way. It will penetrate your mind in such a way that it changes. It causes a paradigm shift in your reasoning, in your reasoning. And because of that, all things outside of you are now made new. They're made new because you see them with new eyes and you see them with a new mind or you see it with the mind of God. So, yeah, that, let's see here. Yeah, the divine mind can reason only, only deductively. This must be apparent since inductive reasoning is an analyst which is always an inquiry. See, we have to ask. We have to inquire about the divine in order to experience the divine. The divine doesn't have to ask anything. It just is. (laughs) Wow. Oh, this is good stuff. That which is infinite 
does not have to inquire into truth because it is truth. Um, so it follows that there can be no inductive reasoning in either the spirit or the soul of the universe. There can be no inductive reasoning in spirit because it knows all things. There can be no inductive reasoning in the soul of the universe because it is a creative, the creative medium. And if it could reason inductively, it could reject certain thoughts because it could analyze. The soul or subjectively can never reject. It is bound by its own nature. Deductive reasoning is the process of reasoning, the process of reasoning which follows an already established premise. It is from the whole to the part. So I'm just basically confirming what I just said. Spirit simply announces itself to be that. (laughs) I am that which it is. If we were to ascribe to it any reasoning power, we should be compelled to say that it reasons deductively only or from the whole to the part. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, there it is. There it is. There it is. And you know what? You know what's coming to mind now? People who do not have the full capacity of their mind where they can reason inductively, they are always in the deductive reasoning mode. Huh? That's deep. I don't know about you, but that's deep to me always in the deductive reasoning mode. It's powerful stuff. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and go ahead and cut the show short. It has definitely been a pleasure and I look forward to coming back on next Sunday doing doing my thing and speaking from the source because guess what? The source speaks through me and I am in agreement with the divine as it expresses itself through me. So with that, I say to you, namaste, namaste, be blessed, stay focused, keep it real, keep it real, simply because you are the creator of your reality. Be blessed.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.